Thanks for listening to Always Evolving. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on social media at Coach Mike Bear. Feel free to reshare anything you find helpful or useful on any of the podcasts of Always Evolving. I have my free empowerment group. You can go to coachmikebear.com for more information on that. And today we're doing something a little different. I have a book coming out December 29th, which is available for pre-order on all platforms. It's called One Decision. And the reality is one decision can change the trajectory of your life. And the goal is to really guide you through the process of ensuring that your decisions are coming from your true self or authentic self or what I call your best self. In one decision, we talk about the best way to make decisions. And there's something I call the four O's, which we look at what is the obstacle or problem that someone's experiencing in their life? What is the opportunity with that problem? What's the one decision that could be made and what's the outcome or how can you let go of it? You know, today I'm going to be helping some guests make one decision. Uh, we're going to kind of do a rapid fire where I'm going to be talking to different people that have been contacted by Always Evolving. And for all of you who I haven't connected with yet, who are going to be talking to me today, you get what you put out of it. Uh, the universe has created this opportunity for us to connect and hopefully I can help assist you in making a decision or change that's in your best interest. You know, I'm a skeptic. I uh, always think like, well, it can't be that easy, but it can be. And I've learned that it can be. So I look forward to helping all of you that I'm speaking with today on the podcast. And so we have different guests and Lafern, who's the producer of Always Evolving, uh, Laferne, do you want to kind of give me a rundown on who I'm going to be talking to today? Yes, I'm so excited to have Sally. She's been struggling with making a decision about her relationship. She currently lives with her ex and she's receiving pressure both from her family to move up to Santa Fe with her parents or should she stay here with her ex-boyfriend? Got it. So Sally's living with her ex-boyfriend and she's unsure if she should move out and go with her family or stay where she's at. Right. Hey, Sally. Welcome, Sally. Hi. So Sally, give me the lowdown. Yeah, we have been, to, my partner and I have been together for a long time, but for the last couple of years, we've been living together, not in a relationship. And it's amicable. I mean, I guess it would be horrible for a lot of people. We get along, but it's kind of stuck both of our lives, right? We're not moving forward. The only opportunity I have at the moment is this offer from my parents to, it's a little unclear, but to help set me up where they live in Santa Fe, not in their house, but someplace else. But I don't like that idea either because I don't really love Santa Fe, but mostly I don't want my parents all involved in, they would be financially helping out, choosing where I'd live, being that close to them. So. I'm not thrilled with either idea. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I feel stuck. So let's do a little uh, future teleporting. All right. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to sit still, which you are still. I see you sitting in space. And what do you want your life to look like a year from now? So it's November 2020 now. What do you want your life to really look like in November 2021? Well, 
I, I can do that. I'd like to stay in Los Angeles and I, I see myself living in a house with my dog, with a backyard. I can picture the house living on my own, supporting myself, myself, my not anybody else supporting myself. And why can't you do that today? Uh, the short story is I lost my business about a year ago and I had to declare bankruptcy and I still haven't gotten back on my feet yet. And I don't, that's what's going on basically. Okay. And is it possible for you to be able to live in LA with a house, with a dog a year from now? I don't know. I'm open to moving someplace else. Like I said, Santa Fe is not my first choice, but I'd like to make these decisions on my own without my parents being. I gotcha. So, but you're, let's say that a year from now, you want to be living in LA with your dog. Yes. Could it be an apartment or does it need to be a house? I'd like it to be, as long as we're teleporting, I'd like it to be a house. Okay. And what part of town? Um, Probably the valley where I live now. I like it Okay. And how much do you need to make a month in order to afford to have a place in the valley? With everything else, probably somewhere between eight and $10,000 a month. Okay. And how much are you currently making? <laughs> Less than three. Okay. Lots of people are supporting me. What do you mean by lots of people? Well, my ex-boyfriend picks up a major part of the rent. My parents are helping me out right now. Okay. And how much time during the day are you looking towards making more money? Um, Honestly. None, because I don't know what to do. I have okay. a part-time job, but none. I don't, I'm okay. stuck in that too. And what would you say are you really wanting, like your art? like your previous job or previous business, what was the line of work? I had a dog treat business, but before that I was a television writer. And okay. my part-time job is teaching a college screenwriting class. And I have looked into that a little bit, but I'm a writer. That's what I am. Okay. And how much time are you, you're saying you're not putting any time towards writing for other people, uh, potentially ghostwriting or or uh, writing content or anything like that. You're kind of not doing that. I had a couple of ghostwriting jobs for celebrities last year and it didn't really go well. And I don't know how they fell into my lap. I don't really know how to pursue it. I looked into a course. You know, I have to learn some things about writing content. So I did look into a little bit about taking a class about that. How much do you not believe in yourself right now? <laughs> Is there a scale or? Yeah, like one to 10, 10 being that you really freaking don't believe in yourself. You're like, Eight. I'm going to, you're okay. So you're up there. And why don't you believe in yourself? Because I think I've made a lot of mistakes and I've blown a lot of opportunities. So because your history tells you that you're what, not going to be making 10 to 12,000 a month that you can't do it now. Yeah, that I, I used to make a lot of money and then I somehow screwed it up and then I screwed up this business and I don't really know what. What does screwed up mean? Um, I just blew a lot of opportunities. I had terrible writer's block and my agent dropped me. I couldn't get staffed on a show. I was on a really big show. And then the dog treat business, I just didn't know what I was doing and people threw a lot of money at it. And I just couldn't make it work. Okay. Are you wiser today than you were before or are you yes. more jaded? 
Can you be both? <laughs> yeah, you can be. Yeah. Okay. You you have a belief that because you haven't made money in the past consistently that somehow you're incapable of doing that yes. more likely than not. Yes. Okay. And you're pretty convinced of that. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be 80% probably. But then you're not putting energy towards not convincing yourself for some reason. No, I am putting energy into it. If I do anything all day, it's that I'm trying to do whatever inner work I need to do to untangle this. No, but I'm talking about you're not making decisions to make more no. money. No, I don't. I'm just stuck. You've, you've never met anybody as stuck as me. <laughs> oh, I have, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I think the thing is you're saying that the reality is what you want is you a year from now, you want to be living with your dog. But your actions aren't matching up with that right now. And really, your full-time job right now should be, or I would suggest, would be making money. Like, because what you want to do is be self-supporting. And the more days that go by where you're not doing that, the more it seems like you may be convinced that it's not possible or that you're not capable Whereas earlier in your career, you maybe were a little more like, yeah, I can do this. And you yeah. had an energy about it. And then you took those moments of it not succeeding and convincing yourself that somehow you weren't good enough or qualified enough or you did something wrong. And then that affects your self-esteem. And it's like, where do I go from here? So to me, the, the decision right now is not about whether or not to live with mom and dad or to live in your current place. The decision right now is what you're going to do to start making money and making a commitment to do that. And so the opportunity in this is there's a lot of different ways to make money. You know, like I've had a lot of failed businesses, a lot. Like I own this one business where I employed, it was called Black Sheep Web Technologies. I employed recovering drug addicts and people with mental health disorders and gave them jobs. And I thought that I was going to do something great. And none of them even wanted to show up for work. You know, like it was a mess. Like I've had a ton, I had sober living homes. It was too much to manage. Like, I think the difference though is for you, you've convinced yourself that somehow that is your story. So what I'd like to get into is, what could you do right now, decision-wise, today, that would get you closer to making more money? I have no idea. Okay. Well, you've, your history shows you that you can write. Do you believe you're a good writer? Yes, I do. Okay. You're a great writer. Yes. <laughs> okay. How confident are you in how great of a writer you are? Nine out of ten. So you're an amazing writer. Look, I wrote a book. It, it takes me forever to write a paragraph, okay? Literally. Like, I have to write a paragraph. It's like, it's torture for me. I'm somehow an author, but it's hard. So if you're an amazing writer, it sounds like somebody would potentially want you to write their stuff. So what could you currently be doing? Where is the money right now with writers? I don't know. I mean... When I look at the job boards, like Indeed and stuff like that, even though I'm not qualified to write little blog posts and stuff like that, forget about it. It's That doesn't pay any money. But 
being a ghostwriter, I think, was something that was, I don't know, I was kind of into it for a while. It just, I had two bad experiences, but I like that idea. Okay. When you say bad experiences, it's just because you didn't get the gig? No, that they, the one with the celebrity worked out well, but then this private woman hired me and she was crazy and yeah, I ended mean, very badly. But, but by the way, like you didn't have chemistry and that's part yeah. of humanity. You're, you're personalizing it. Yes. Yeah. It's not personal. You're going to deal with crazy. You're going to have people who don't pay you, who are irrational, who have high demands, who tell you you're not good enough. And that's just, it's part of life. That's people projecting their own stuff on you. But right now, like you could contact an agency and ghostwrite. There's agents out there right now that are employing ghostwriters. A ghostwriter for a big book can make about $60,000 per book. Yeah, I do know that. Right? So what I want to do is I want to line up a few one decisions towards okay. you being able to use your gift that I want you to start doing today. Okay. So making a decision to explore agencies that represent ghostwriters. Putting out your information on Indeed or some of these other websites saying you're available for newsletters, content, captions, anything like that, right? So putting yourself out there for people to know you're hireable. I mean, I, we're always looking for people to do content, you know? So to me, your decision right now is making a decision to allow yourself to be in your gift and just taking that action and stop telling yourself this story. I know it's hard, but telling yourself this story that you're not enough because things didn't work out in the past. I want you to put yourself out there as a writer. Does that seem overwhelming? No. No. <laughs> you would be doing what you love, right? Yes. What's your hesitation? Uh, some cynicism, I guess, of? that there that it's going to be that easy to get a job. I'm on all these job boards. When they send me the listings every day, I'm like, nope, I don't have that qualification. Nope, I don't have that. Sally, Sally, it's never easy. But tell me why you're a badass. I don't know. <laughs> tell no. Tell me why you got that strength. Tell me why you're a great writer. It's just a gift. I don't. You're know. gifted, right? You have this gift. And you're not putting your gift out there because you're like, oh, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But guess what? You get to show up. You get to put it out there. You're proud of your product. And it's just that's how it is. It's going to be hard. But the cynicism, it's not true. I bet you you're a better writer than me. I'm telling you. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. It takes me forever to write a book. I love I mean, I love the process of like exploring but putting stuff together, you're probably extremely gifted at it. So what do we need to do so you start not being cynical through this process? I guess I just have to put that aside. Like, like you know, when you listen to that voice in your head, but you just go, okay, I hear you. Thank you very much. But I'm going to continue anyway. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's like, because I'm, this life is short and this is the only life we have and you're a gifted writer i can already tell you're probably extremely talented at writing and you're not even putting your work out there for the world or for others to collaborate with so yeah and keep in mind 
you start doing it today, it's going to be hard for a few weeks. And you go into it going, it's going to be hard and I'm going to have to shut off that voice. But you can do it. You're capable of it. I just lost that. You're right. I used to be that person 20 years ago. I had all the confidence in the world. I got crazy jobs just by getting in people's faces, but I just lost that. Bring her back into the mix. I mean, I don't know if you got to bring out photos and your favorite marshmallow, like s'mores from that time, but bring her back. She's still there. You just got to bring her back into the mix and start making decisions as her. And I understand you've been beaten down and you've had a lot of self-doubt. And this isn't me just giving you the pep talk because, you know, I'm talking to you right now. Look, if... The the thing is, we defeat ourselves and you just got to bring back the old Sally that was like, no, I'm going to figure it out. You're capable. Yeah. But the decision, that's why I say the decision to me isn't about mom or dad or staying yeah. right now with your boyfriend. The decision is whether or not you're willing to do what it takes to put your art out into the world and be relentless about it. That's the decision. Right. No, that makes sense. It's not about what I thought it was about. Yeah. All right. So you're okay. going to make, are you good and comfortable to start making these decisions? Yeah, no, I, this, this is amazing. Thank you. And I have a, I have a free empowerment group on Tuesdays at 5 PM. Okay. And we, I have great speakers, great opportunity. It's a good mix of people. So come to that too. I you like know, it's it. every Tuesday. Okay. All right. Thanks, Sally. Thank you. Thanks so much. That was awesome. I got inspired from that. It's funny how you use those things in your head that you say to yourself and it's not true. Yeah, we all do it. It's crazy how much we doubt ourselves, you know? Yeah. Mike, next we have Greg. He feels like he has a decision deficit disorder. He's struggles booking auditions and he's an actor and magnificent. So he, he wants to explore different approaches to his art. Great. Hey, Greg. Hey, man. How are you, man? Good, you? Good, thanks, man. It was really inspiring to hear you talk to Sally. Good luck, Sally. Well, what do you think when (laughs) Sally was talking? What was your impression? It was deep. You know, I'm probably a little bit older than her, but it's that that same thing. This this town is built on dreams, and you come to town fearless. And uh, the old saying that, you know, you think it's hard getting a job, it's hard keeping a job. Especially, yeah, and especially in a a, a creative role, because in the creative role, it's almost like always the talent shines and there's this impression that, but they're replaceable. It's like one day someone's hot. It's like, it's like what Heidi Klum said on Project Runway. It's the same thing with entertainment. So what's going on with you, Greg? You have decision deficit disorder. (laughs) Well, yeah, that I, I, that's a, a that's a friend of mine's line, and it's a it's a great line. I, I guess the uh, you know I've had I've had great success when I was um, you know a few years back, and uh, now that I have a big family and my wife has a business, and I've started writing as well. You know, um, in between these auditions, so now, now you know I'm so blessed to still have an agent and a manager, and they send me these auditions, but I'm having trouble committing with thinking that you know. Well, I'm a marathon runner, so I know that I can just persevere. I don't have trouble persevering, and I'm having trouble committing to 
you know, what route to take with these, with this creative and, you know, like I get into the creative moment and here it comes. I like what you said earlier too, about don't take it personal. It's business. I'm able to do that, but I fluctuate between, okay, this is just another one. Let's do it. Or, oh my God, this is the one I need to treat it as precious as possible. Mm. And so I'm sort of like, and neither of them are working. And so now I'm, I'm sort of stuck with this, like, you know, each one that comes in, I, I try to, um, you know, I'm having trouble deciding. Do I just give me an example? This? Give me an example of the last one that came in where you feel like, am I being too precious or am I? I had this big one yesterday and every once in a while they come in where they're just like, you know, this guy's taking his daughter to, it's an audition for a Fox show. I taking my daughter to college, you know, my daughter, and I have a real daughter who's of the same age, you know? So, um, and they're talking in the middle of the drive to taking her to school. She says, dad, I don't want to go. In fact, I've taken the tuition money and I've used it to get an apartment in Austin, Texas. And so anyway, you know, it's kids, my age, me and my daughter are, we talk about the next stage of her life. Um, and so I thought this is one that I got to treat as precious as possible. And now that at this day and age in, in acting, you know, you essentially are the casting director as well, especially during the pandemic. So, you know, my wife is shooting it, you know, she's trying to help me and I'm trying my hardest and, you know, so I'm still waiting to hear on it. So yesterday's audition was to, I decided, you know, I spent the whole day before memorizing, complete memorization. I'm trying my hardest. I used to never really, the hard part about being the casting director nowadays is that you can, you can just keep shooting until you get it right, which mm -hmm. is torture, you know, in the old days, you go in, you got one shot and growing up in the theater, that wasn't pressure for me. That was performing. Now it's like, okay, let's do it again. Let me look at, it. oh God, I look horrible. Right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And you're trying to nail down the perfect take, which that doesn't even happen in the business. You get, you know, you better get it right as soon as possible. Otherwise you're going to look like a fool. So the, I guess the trouble, not the trouble, but I'm just looking for, you know, I guess, I don't know, cre creative ways or other ways to, because like I said, I, I will persevere and I, you know, I've run, I run constantly, so I don't have any problem running through pain. And uh, let me ask you a question. Sure. So you're, you love to more so than writing, you love to act or, or entertain. Would that be accurate? Yeah. Okay. And how much of that are you doing outside of your quote work? It, that's an interesting question. Well, I, I'm a writer now, so it's interesting. Acting is exterior and writing is interior. And uh, and I love writing. So uh, I do a lot of writing. Um, in fact, I might hire Sally after, <laughs> but, but uh, uh, to help me as a as a writing coach. But um, I do have a lot of creative interior work I'm doing. Uh, I don't perform. My question, hold on. But my question is how much entertaining with the camera are you doing outside of auditions or work? Uh, let's see, I guess about two years ago, I shot a short film. I wrote and shot a film, but not none on a day to day. I don't do it as a, as a love. Like I, you know, like I used to, I think I, why I not? Think I, well, you know, because I got it, you know, any free time I try to write because I think that I have stories worthy. Um, and that that's precious time. That's not the number one thing that I do. So any free time I do, I, I do like to be creative, but it's interior work, it's writing. And so that's super challenging. Uh, and it's also, it's really hard in Los Angeles to find, you know, um, joyous 
for the sake of work. I mean, for the sake of the love of the game, you know, like Jordan used to say in this town. Oh, hold on. So what you're telling me, because my question is, how much are you doing for fun? How much entertaining are you doing for fun? None. Like I can tell you, so I'm a life coach, right? And I help a ton of people for free. Like I had someone showing up at my house two days ago. I met with someone else the <laughs> other day. Like I'm not, it's not, I'm not getting paid. No one knows about it and I enjoy it. It's just fun. And what it does is it creatively uh, gives me purpose and meaning and it doesn't make things so precious. Right. right. And I think that especially in today's time and with COVID, you could constantly be creating content for fun that could take you 10 minutes a day. Interesting. Because you want to charge up. You don't, my suggestion to you, I mean, people can do sure. whatever they want, but it becomes really precious when it's the only thing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. When it's fun and you're just creating to create and it's not necessarily just for a job, mm -hmm. that really makes something well-rounded and will help you with being able to be in your art because all of a sudden it becomes all about like, okay, if I do this, do I get the job? If I do this, is this going to be work? But that's not why you're an artist. That's not why you're doing it to begin with. Right. And that's where I see a lot of people end up in the spot where kind of like what I was, I mean, in a way it's with social media today, you may only get five people viewing it, <laughs> but have fun. Like, Interesting. Because those auditions are gone. No one's seen them. Right. So how are we going to see who Greg is? And how are we going to connect with him? Right, right. And, and, and that frees up, uh, that frees up the creativity that brings, that keeps the love and the joy. And it's not um, contained within the business, you know, like I don't, I don't force it to uh, under that pressure. So yeah. that's interesting. What could you do creatively for fun that you would love that wouldn't feel like work where you're entertaining? Yeah. You know, I, I have a natural gift um, with children um, and funny voices and characters and, and, and simple logic and, you know, talking to kids in a very logical, funny, interesting way. That's interesting. What could you do with that? You know, you could, I could create little, it's funny when COVID first started, I, I had a sock on my hand. I was putting my, turning my sock inside out and started doing a puppet and then made it a voice. Yeah. And it talked about how to put your underwear on properly. You know, luckily no one came in while I was you know, joking around, but I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Yeah. It could create little, little vignettes of, um, of, uh, performance, uh, um, and put it out in the world. Right. Yeah. And have fun with it. No doubt. I think passion and joy are, are necessities. It's interesting when you, you growing up, you'd never thought that you would ever have to, whoever would have guessed you'd have to work at, you know, creating joy and, and pushing yourself to, you know, enjoy and, and, and love what you're doing. But uh, it seems necessary to say. I mean, how important is it for you to bring money in right now in this moment? It's important. Uh, my wife, my wife has a, a great business and I'm, um, I help her in any way. I'm the fixer of her company. So whatever needs to happen. But you guys, you guys are affording where you live and you yeah. can still maintain. We're not okay. under the, we're not under, we're not at desperate times uh, yet. We're very blessed. You're not um, moving in with mom and dad like Sally. No, no. And, uh, and we, lo we love each other and we get along good. 
but I did lose my insurance last year. You know, uh, SAG has great insurance and I fell yeah. under the, um, so that was a really tough blow because I always was, had provided that for my family. Now we have to pay for that. So, so that added, that added to the pressure of each audition being, um, I, I try to look at them like, you know, kind of like what you're suggesting. Here's my moment to perform within this, um, within this, uh, audition. Uh, but I think that's putting too much pressure. It puts, you know, it puts pressure in a quiet desperation Yeah. and yeah. that quiet desperation doesn't lead to art and it doesn't lead you to being at your best. And when you're able to on your side, because it becomes so much about my self-esteem or how good I am is contingent on someone else going, this yes, isn't. we love you, Greg. And so to me, the more comfortable you get where you're like, Oh, that's kind of brilliant. What I just did. And I yeah. kind of love it. You know, yeah. I'm playing with the sock puppet and right. I'm having a ball. And yeah, people may think it's ridiculous, right. but it, it, it's that that I would suggest in terms of your one decision is your one decision is about doing something creatively mm -hmm. for the fun of it. Yeah. Interesting. And putting it out there. Yeah. Because to me, that's, there's no balance right now. Yeah. 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 So what can we do? What's the one decision we can start making that can start right away around well, you like doing that. this for fun? I, I like I like uh, the idea of creating, um, you know, of creating some silly fun content, you know, with a little purpose in it. My, both my parents were social workers and I, I, have the, I have the blood and bones of a, of caring and giving and, and, a, and a special knack with kids. So maybe I could start making funny, poignant little videos and seeing how, uh, how far out they could reach. And so, so is there, can people follow you on social media to see this content? Yeah. Yeah. They can't, I, you know, I could, I could do that. That, that could be, that could be interesting. I could start a little page and, and just for the fun of it. I like that idea. Yeah. Start up a little page. I'll reshare it on my Instagram. When you launch it, let me know when it happens and get this, get this party started. I hear you, man. And that, that, that is the, that is the truth. You, you, you do. Yeah. You know, you got to really, it's hard to believe that you got to make an effort to balance because the stress will just will just pull you under. Drives you up. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That, that, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it, man. That's that's really solid, strong, positive advice. And I, I, I am greatly uh, I'm grateful. So thanks. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for coming yeah, on. My pleasure. Now we have Rachel. She is on social media all the time and she doesn't know how to disconnect because that's her job and it requires her to be there 24 seven. Okay. Hey, Rachel. Yay, hello, hi, hello. so nice to be here. <laughs> nice to meet you. You're, nice to uh, meet you too. You're uh, social media is your job? Well, I do ghostwriting, social media. I ghostwritten multiple articles in huge magazines, but social media is the main one. That's your main career. Uh, well, I'm an actress and a dancer, but social media is what brings in the money. Brings in the moment. money. Okay. Mm -hmm. And why do you not like being on 24-7 social media? I mean, it seems obvious, but what, what <laughs> for you is going on? Well, what happens is... It's like that little girl in the well and the ring, it never sleeps and it just comes creeping out of the well and snatching me out of my sleep. There have been times when I've woke, I've, I've awakened, clutching my chest and gasping my breath, go, did I remember to post it? Did I remember to post it? And it's, it's, it's the exact opposite experience that most users are having. Most users are playing and posting and this mm. and that. I've done so much work for so many celebrities and TV shows, et cetera. My social media is dead. And I have all this great ideas, but I don't have time because this is happening tomorrow. We need this, 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 and it all has to happen. Oh my God, this happened. And so they're constantly 
it, in the way it's under being and under earning on my part, because they're asking me to do way more. And then I just start doing it and then building a story, a really good story. Anybody's Instagram story might be like two seconds, but when I'm building one professionally, it can go from anywhere from 15 minutes to two hours, depending on all the little people who need to be tagged, the, the logos that need to be protocoled in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just becomes something that I'm constantly here. And I have these two beautiful men in my life. I have a son, a virtual, I have a part-time job too. I'm also a teacher uh, by decree of COVID-19. I am a part-time teacher for virtual school. Thank you very much. And um, he needs me. And I'm staring at this phone and this brother's like, excuse me, I need help with my math. And I can't do it. Do you love handling other people's social media for a living? I'm going to put a yes with a little asterisk above it. Um, And that love is, I happen, if I believe in what somebody's doing, I get super excited. Um, And that's where I have to learn to draw boundaries. That's where I have to slow it down. So, yeah. I want to say love love is a strong word. I like it. And I get passionate when people are about passion, about things that are going to add to the beauty of the world. But do I love it more than acting or dancing or, or making characters with my son or being silly within romantic with my husband? No. (laughs) Okay. But this is what makes you the money. And this is what you're kind of tied to. So it's like, all right, well, I got to figure out a way to love it because it's on me right now. Right. Well, it's kind of like that. I'm good at it too. I come up, I don't think like a typical social media person. I think that's why people keep referring me. Um, It's just, I'd probably love it more if I charged more appropriately. Got it. (laughs) So I think I'd love it a lot more. (laughs) You'd love it a lot more. And why don't you charge more? This is an interesting question. Um, there's a standard that's totally normal. And I know people who charge more. What's the standard, just so I can understand? Um, anywhere from, I'd say, fifteen to 2500 a month. And that's depending. I'm, I'm being very broad, but that's about right. And mm-hmm. what I deliver is typically way more than what other people are delivering. There's this this fear. This is the story I heard you talking. I was trying to take notes while you were talking to everybody, <laughs> but I heard you talk about, you know, this cute little storyteller in your head that says they can't afford it. Why are you being so mean? Charge them less. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is I know what I deliver. I'm adding value and therefore I charge. I should be charging X, Y and Z. And there is just this fear like, uh oh, I've just got to get this, you know, this job on certain occasions. And or or I don't want to lose this one because I'm getting calls from friends and they're wanting to know if I know of anything and if anybody that's hiring. You know what I mean? So it sounds like sounds like um, you want to get some bigger clients paying more money or you want clients to pay you more money. Yes. And I might put sane in there as well. I'm not trying to add any more interesting characters into my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've got some wonderful clients right now, which is great. And I could take on a couple of more so that I can, um, you know, do what I need to do. Well, what if the new clients that you took on, there's a new rate? Oh, yes. That's absolutely a must. And that's where the fear is. It's like, well, so-and-so told me that you only charged them that. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I have new rates. Okay. So the fear is that what's the fear, though, if you're able to say, yeah, that's when I first started. That's what I was charging. But now I have the wisdom, the skills I've built up more behind. And to be honest, I should charge them more. But, you know, I kind of grant they got the grandfather rate, you know, and I know I'm really good. 
And right. I know I'm going to turn your stuff out. Right. But like, <laughs> right. Well, people are looking for uh, me to help them walk on water and resurrect people from the dead when, when I when I come on, which I think is funny. There's this miracle expectation of 20 million followers. And I'm like, honey, this is not a microwave. This is a crock pot business. If you want a million followers, you can do something ridiculous and try to get attention. But it's a building process. Uh-huh. And I, you want to call me and you want me to be on call, that charges more. And I think I'm on call with people when I don't need to be on call with people. That comes from working with celebrities, et cetera. Okay. You know, they, Are you working with any corporations or businesses? I am not working with corporations or businesses at the moment. But okay. when I did, I charged appropriately. Okay. And how would a corporation or business find you right now? I've been up until recently by referral. I've not, okay. you know. Do you have a website? Oh, yes. I broke it. And that's another part of my thing. I'm like, that's just another thing I need to fix. I put something up that changed everything about it. So it looks insane. I have a little bit.ly link that I can send people to in a Dropbox link. But my website, I don't know what I did, but I have completely ruined it. The problem you have is because there's two ways to go, my suggestion with your business. One is you end up having someone that you hire inexpensively who helps you maintain some of your clients and you build out a social media business like as a as a business. Right. Right. Or you take on less clients, but charge more and you're able to get more energy because at the end of the day, um, you know, you're going to have clients that are paying a lot less that have expectations of the same people that are paying twice as much. That's exactly what is currently happening. And I work with great subcontractors, but I need to charge a certain amount of money so I can pay my subcontractors who are fabulous people who can support me administratively. All right. My suggestion to you right now is you got to get your website right because in order to charge more money or get clients that are going to pay more money, they're going to be looking at you as a brand and seeing how organized you are. Yes. You know, it's, it's always interesting too. If you're trying to get people from social media and you don't have a big social media, they'll be like, well, how's this person know how to do it? If their stuff's not big. And then you could always say, well, that's not my, what I'm trying to do is grow my social media platform. My job's to grow yours. Right. But, right. But I have, I have great referrals, but your, your point is clearly, even if I don't have a lot of of followers just to be posting regularly for myself, which, and I was listening to what you said to the gentleman previously. I'm like, I have so much fun stuff. And I just, it's like, I'm exhausted. My eyes are burning. I don't even want to see it by the time I'm done with everybody else. But if you were making a lot more money, honey, your vision gets a lot more clear. That's right. (laughs) All of a sudden it's like, like I got clear eyes, right? I got clear eyes right here in Visine. All of a sudden you throw it back and you pull it, you pull that shit together. Right. That's right. All of a sudden, oh, look at that. It's like, oh, yeah. So the idea, the idea is you don't want to have like uh, a moat, which a moat surrounds a castle. And it's it's a huge thing, right? Where you have all these little things all around it. The model, it sounds like what you need so you can spend time with your son and your husband and focus on your stuff is to get higher paying clients. Yes. But less of them. Okay. Absolutely. And I would fall in love with them because that's what I do with my clients. Because so you're amazing. I would, yeah, I, I just love them. That's why I get with them. So there's two things I would suggest or three things, right? Yes. One decision okay. to make is get your website right, because yes. any corporation or institution is immediately going to look at your website. That's one. Two, figure out how to put yourself out there so your name uh, is thrown in, 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 in the ring 
uh, when these companies want to bring different people on, right? Because it's right. great to get word of mouth, but it's also great to have people end up finding what you do. I'd much rather than find me the word of mouth thing. Just, I mean, that's a given and obviously, and makes perfect sense. I almost feel silly even hearing you say it, but it's true. Okay. And then tell me, like with your website, how much are you going to represent that you're a freaking amazing at this? Big time. I'll put up my client referrals. I'll put up some of my uh, favorite work. I'll put up some work that got a lot of um, traction with Facebook ads. And you can get some testimonials. Absolutely. Testimonials I can definitely get. I tend to be able to help people with their hair on fire. The problem is people with their hair on fire act like people with their hair on fire. They're screaming, they're in pain, they're in, and you're suddenly the person who's supposed to make it right. I'm like, I, I can't get in my time machine and go back and have you start doing this four months ago. Yeah. So, you know, but I, I don't necessarily love it when people's hair is on fire. I'd like to deal with people who are living in the world of reality that requires a crop. Listen, but when their hair is on fire and you're making more money, you're like, let me just spray some water on it. I'm telling right. you, it helps right. because you know at what? a certain point you're like, why am I dealing with all this BS when like you're even paying me that much money and you're right. the intensity around it doesn't match the expectation. That's right. And you know what? If I charge them three times and a friend of mine who's like a mentor, she said they asked you to do what? She's like, you should have told them your rate was triple because, you know, they're going to need have all kinds of needs that people who are not in a panic do not have these needs. They have mm -hmm. needs that need immediate addressing. You need support. You've just put yourself into this basket now, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Website. Yeah. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. And then, I mean, that would be the decision I would be making right now. Like, I understand. You've chosen a profession where your phone is going to be connected to you. I Correct. mean, for now. This is the profession. It is the job, Right. And it's, it's there. It's just like, I'm a life coach. So I always have people calling me, asking me for help. Right. right? Okay. Okay. It's what I signed up for. Heavy the is the head that wears the crown, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the difference is you got to get what you deserve yeah. and what you've earned. And you're going off some old school mentality of that's a little fear-based mm -hmm. and you got to just do you now. It's like, it's, it's, it's Rachel's time. Yeah. And I can hear that little voice. And it's an old voice from a family member that said, well, you don't want to charge them too much. You don't want to scare them. That's the big. You do want to scare them. <laughs> I want to you terrify want to get the, you. You want to, you want to get away from me if you don't want to pay me for what right. I'm worth. Right. You should I'm not a charity case. I got a son. I got a husband. No, it's my time. That's right. That's right. It is my time. That's it's right. Time. Does that make sense? The, it makes perfect the, sense. Where you go right now? Yeah. All right, cool. Thank I can't you. wait to hear. All right. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> Take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. First, I want to thank all three of the guests that I had today, Sally, Greg, and Rachel. You can do this. And if you follow what we defined, really, I go off of where you're at. It's Sure, I have my own experience and stuff like that, but what I try to help people do is quickly figure out what decision they can start making today that's a better step towards getting the life that you really want. And so I appreciate you guys being honest and vulnerable with me. Uh, also, for all the listeners, let me know what you guys thought of this format and make sure to check out my next book, One Decision, The First Step to a Better Life, comes out December 29th. 
download, subscribe, and uh, until the next time, keep it magical. Thank you. The Always Evolving with Coach Mike Bear podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnoses, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professionals.